Hello and welcome to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Adio, a social media marketing expert specific to the wedding industry. On this show, I discuss tips to help you DIY your social media, as well as getting the confidence and income to outsource it. Thank you for allowing this episode to come through on your Bluetooth, your car radio, wherever it may be you're listening from today. Now, let's take your wedding business to the next level. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast and happy Labor Day. It is Labor Day, the day that this goes live, and I hope everyone is starting to recover from a busy, busy weekend of weddings, as I can only imagine, guys. So today, you know, we're getting to kind of what is an unofficial end of the season, even though Maybe September might slow down a little, but I know October is always really busy, but it officially kind of goes, or unofficially rather, right? Because summer's still here. (laughs) It goes into fall weddings and fall colors and the like. So the summer wedding season is technically through at Labor Day. So I wanted to talk about pricing because that is something that I haven't spoken really much about on the podcast before. And I'm not going to get into like the numbers and things like that. That's something that is more individualized and private. So you could always book, you know, a, just a coaching call or send me a message and we can go over to that in more detail. But before I get started on today's podcast topic, it is important that I remind you that this is the last day to get early bird savings on the Engage to Engagement Workshop. The Engage to Engagement Workshop is teaching you, it's with myself and Carissa Cruzy Weddings, to drive traffic to your wedding business in just 10 minutes a day. That is the minimum requirement of applying these tips that we're going to be teaching you or these strategies rather. And if you can commit 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes, several days a week, that's what it will take at least to get some traction and to get traffic to your wedding business. I will be going over my 10, 10, 10 organic engagement strategy. This is the only place I'll be talking about it. And Carissa will be going over her content that converts as well as how she's able to make content without it taking hours upon hours upon hours a month. So I'm going to have that linked in the show notes. If you have any questions about it, just send it to me over on Instagram. And this is the last day for that early bird pricing. It's a live workshop, September 14th, 1 p.m. Eastern. But if you can't make it live, then you have the replay. And regardless, you're going to have the replay to keep re-watching and kind of kind of see you through uh, learning these techniques. But if you can go live, I think it's a great opportunity because at the end, you'll be able to ask us questions. So when you think about the price of, you know, a coaching call with one of us, and then to think you can just spend today's the last day for it to be $37. And then you're able to ask us the questions you have. I think it's a great value. So I hope to see you there. Now, I wanted to talk about pricing today because we're at the end of the season or the end of the summer season. So now you might be looking at your books for next summer or even the following summer and saying, oh, my God, I want to fill dates. And you might have a nagging voice saying to you, I need to change my pricing. And before you do that, 
I would like to suggest that you change your sales strategy. Pricing is not necessarily the answer and probably isn't the answer. If you don't have a calling to reach a different target audience or to reach a different uh, level of wedding uh, couples, then you should not be lowering your pricing. You know, lowering your pricing is, is a big difference because it's going to, you're going to then appeal to different people, which is fine if that's your intention. But if that's not your intention, then the pricing may not be the answer. And let me just say that you need to give yourself, give yourself some credit, give yourself some grace and some love because things are very competitive. There are more in every vendor category, it seems like, than ever. And it sucks, but you may not book everybody. And you just, when that happens, you just have to say, this is what, this is what was best. The universe must have been protecting me from something, you know, we wouldn't have jived. The universe has saved me from this. And, but you still want to book the others, right? So let's go into some sales strategies there. So firstly would be having a sense of urgency. So this is going to be whether you're a venue, whether you're, uh, you know, a flower wall, whatever it is. And by urgency, what I mean is this is the price right now. This price I will hold for you until X date. So the prices can go up at any time. Sometimes venues uh, or businesses where you have something that really, that is just a perceived value, right? Like we're going to add in cookie platters or, you know, I'm going to add in installation of the flower wall. And maybe that's something you would do anyway. I don't know, but uh, something like that. And you say, if you book by Sunday, this is going to be included. If you don't, it's not whatever the case may be. You could do things like let's schedule another appointment on the phone for Monday and you can let me know what you're thinking. Something that's going to keep almost have that deadline set and set in stone for the couple where it's like, okay, if we're booking them, we need to know by Sunday. And if we're booking them by Sunday, we're going to get X, Y, Z. So you don't have to lower your pricing in this at all. You can add something with a perceived value and you don't have to add something at all. You can just say this price is held until Sunday. And afterwards I am applying my 2023 pricing or pricing is going up because we're at the end of the season or I can't guarantee that pricing will go up. So whatever it is, just a strategy to have a sense of urgency for them to book, right? Because their wedding isn't for another two years. Let's, you know, let's say or a year, whatever it is, they may want to really spend a lot of time looking around and deciding. So by adding that urgency factor, you are able to hopefully get a quicker answer this way. If they don't book, you can move on with that date. And if they do book, great, you did it. Hooray. <laughs> Another strategy I'd like to suggest is knowing your couple. And this means not just knowing your ideal couple, but the couple who is actually coming in. If you're not a venue and they already have said, 
what venue they're getting married at and you've worked there before. I know I loved it and couples love it when you send them some albums you've done at that venue. It's able to help them really visualize, especially for those who may be a visual couple, you know, what their photos would look like with you. If you're meeting the couple early on, then just getting to know them. Sometimes when I would get their inquiry, inquiry i always struggle with that word inquiry <laughs> so even if it was coming from the not too i would see their profile picture and i would see it was an engagement at disney so then i would just jump right in with my disney nerdum right so don't be afraid to personalize things in in your correspondence change up your template a bit i always had a line in the template that would change based on something about the couple. So this way they could see that this was custom for them. Even though it was just the line on my end and that was pretty easy to switch up, they were able to see that I wasn't just copy and pasting and that I was applying something I learned about them. And it helps them get to know you because another strategy or just a tip I wanna talk about is that people book the salesperson. People book the person who is walking them through, who is kind of going to be there with them because you are, you're going to be with them for a year through their wedding planning. And if they get that attachment to you, then it's really going to help to seal in that deal. So think about ways that you can be inviting to a couple who's never planned a wedding before or soon. What can you do that's going to make them feel like they want you as a part of their wedding. And that could be part of the reviews that you pull, you know, pull reviews that talk about that and feature them on your Instagram, on your website and things like that. So this way people can start to get that feeling and that association with you before they even start the process. I also wanted to discuss knowing your history. Okay, so that means knowing your past dates, your past bookings. This has become harder since 2020, right? Because so many weddings were scheduled and postponed. And so the 2021 calendar and even this year's is uh, a bigger where dates that historically aren't booked were. But you want to know those dates that you know you always book and the dates that you know you always struggle with. Maybe it's April Fool's, Friday the 13th, uh, the Saturday before Easter, things like that. And those are dates that maybe you want to use a little different tactics and incentives for because they're harder for you to book. And you know that you're not, it's not going to be guaranteed that you're going to book April Fool's, you know, if it falls on a weekend. But you know that Labor Day weekend, you're always going to book. So things like that, knowing your history and knowing the dates that tend to be left open versus the ones that don't can help you be know when to be a bit more aggressive and when to maybe offer a perceived price, you know, a perceived discount rather uh, to, to those dates. So that's what I was saying earlier with the sense of urgency. Maybe you're offering something that doesn't really cost you much or that you may end up offering anyway to try and secure that date. But speaking of perceived discounts, I did want to talk about perceived value and why that is such an important feature when it comes to your pricing. So if you 
you significantly lower your pricing, the perceived value of what you offer is going to change. And that may not be something that you want to do. Keeping your pricing where it is or raising your pricing is going to make that perceived value higher. This was, you know, somebody who cost a lot of money because they are so good, you know, that aspect to it. And as you know, as long as you have the experience, the talent, the talent, that's what you should be doing, knowing that perceived value. And I had to learn this myself through underpricing because I was underbelieving in myself and having people not book, despite it being a steal of a deal, because they were weary of it, because it was like, this is too cheap. <laughs> they must not know what they're doing, right? So you don't want that to happen to you. So let, learn from me and don't let that happen to you. I'd also like to remind you that when you're selling to a couple, a majority have never hosted their own wedding before or big event. Some have been a part of bridal parties, but some have not. So a big part of the sales strategy that I have done and that I do, whether it's marketing or when you're on site is storytelling. Now, storytelling, you know, when you're at a venue is very easy. When you walk people through the venue, you're walking them through their wedding day. This is where your limo is going to drop you off. And then we head here to your bridal suite. This is our beautiful cocktail hour. You're walking them through their day, but you can do this with any, any side of the wedding business where you're walking them through the story of their wedding day. You know, first we're going to be doing this and then we're going to be doing that. And, you know, talking about how your service is in the background throughout their entire wedding. So storytelling is not just something to exist during the sales meeting or sales call or sales inquiry, but through your whole marketing process, you're taking people through, look, this could be as simple as a flower wall. Okay. It's like, when you first inquire how you select what wall it's going to be, where the wall is going to be situated, how people are going to be returning to it for photos throughout the day, how it's going to be the backdrop of where they're sitting and their photos are all going to be beautiful because this wall is behind it and so forth. So storytelling can really help the couple not only put themselves into their wedding day, but to put your service with them. So that is something that I think you need to consider as well when you're trying to amp up your sales strategy. Think about how am I telling the story of their wedding day and my service?